Hello and welcome to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I am your host, Marsha A. Sullivan, and today we're going to be talking about where to fix your eyes. You know, a lot of times we fix our eyes on the wrong things, things that um, appear to be pleasing to the natural eye. But here in the book of Hebrews chapter 3, God is trying to get us to understand the importance of fixing our eyes on Jesus. And that was one person that he used to help us to understand, and that was Moses. Um, Moses was able to fix his eyes on the Lord because he was faithful while serving the Lord, being a servant of the Lord in his house. And this is what the text says. It says, and so dear brothers and sisters who belong to God and are partners with those called to heaven, think carefully about this Jesus whom we declare to be God's messenger and high priest. So that is saying that Jesus has been declared not only as an apostle, but a high priest. And the reason is because it says in the text, verse two, for he was faithful to God who appointed him. So God appointed his only begotten son in the same way that God appointed Moses. Moses, it says, just as Moses served faithfully when he was entrusted with God's entire house. Now that house is referencing the temple of God. And we are, as a body of Christ, we have a mandate because we have been called of God to fix our eyes, not on our problems, nor our situations, or what the bank account looks like, or what people have uttered, but we are to fix our our, our hearts and our minds, not on worldly things or pleasures, but on what the Lord has told us to fix our eyes on. And in verse three, it says, but Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses. Now, this may not be uh, a for some. This may not sound right because Moses did receive high glory from the Lord. Remember when Moses was following God. The glory of God shone upon Moses and he was chosen of the Lord. But the Bible tells us here in Hebrews three that Jesus deserves more glory than Moses, just as a person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself. For every house has a builder, but the one who built everything is God. So I want you to think about that, that Jesus deserved more glory because he was the ultimate sacrifice that was sent to bear the sins of the world. And he was declared as the son of God. And Moses was declared as a faithful servant of God. And so in verse five, it says, Moses was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truths God would reveal later. But Christ as the son is in charge of God's entire house and we are God's house. If we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ, that is why the Holy Spirit says, 
Today, when you hear his voice, today represents the now, the present time. It doesn't represent uh, our past or years from now, but today means now, present. Don't harden your hearts. Now, when our hearts is hardened, we will not hear from God. And in fact, when our hearts are hardened, we don't want to obey the Lord. And God gives us a demonstration of this in verses 8. He says, as Israel did when they rebelled, when they tested me in the wilderness, there your ancestors tested and tried my patience even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. And if you don't believe it, all you have to do is just go back to the Bible and read there in the book of Exodus, all the way up to Numbers, and you will see what happened when the Israelites did not believe who, what God could do on their behalf. They continued to test. They continued to complain. And they tried God's patience. And because of that, the Bible says in verse nine, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years, so I was angry with them and I said their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them to do. And, you know, I just had to take a moment and I, I was reading that verse to even reflect in my own personal life. Were there times that God wanted me to do something, but my heart rebelled? And to know that every time we rebel against the Lord, we're not hurting God, but we're hurting ourselves because God loves us and he knows what is best for us when we don't know what is best for ourselves. And so in verse 11, it explains what happened when the anger of God came upon them. So God said, he said, so in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. In other words, God is saying they will never find peace. They will always be burdened with the cares of this world because they didn't learn to put their whole trust in me. In verse 12 of Hebrews 3, it says, be careful then, dear brothers and sisters, to make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. So when we don't believe what God's word says, according to this text, our hearts become evil towards the Lord because the unbelieving heart is full of evilness. And it says, turning away from the living God. Therefore, you must warn each other every day while it is still today, meaning now, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened, and I'm sorry, and hardening against the Lord. So sin causes the heart to be hardened against the word of God, which is his truth. And you know, that's why we have to constantly seek the Lord in prayer with the true heart of repentance, because a hardness of heart, it can happen to anybody, no matter how much uh, knowledge you have of the word or how long you've been following the Lord. A hardness of heart can happen to anybody. And that's why we have to repent and make sure that our hearts are not hardened. In verse 14, it says, for if we are faithful to the end, trust in God just as firmly 
as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. Remember what it says. Today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. So Israel is an example of why our hearts should not be hardened. Because God was with Israel, but Israel did not believe the promises of God. And they did not believe in his word. And so because of that, when they rebelled, the anger of the Lord burnt against them. And in verse 16, it says, and who was it who rebelled against God, even though they heard his voice? As we all sometimes do, we can hear the voice of God saying, turn here, but we choose to go right or leave this situation, but we choose to stay or remain at this location. But before we can get the breakthrough, we choose to leave out of a hardness of heart. And in verse 16, continues on where it says, wasn't it the people Moses led out of Egypt who had made God angry for 40 years? Wasn't it the people who sinned, who corpses lay in the wilderness? And to whom was God speaking when he took an oath that they would never enter his rest? He was speaking to the children of Israel. Wasn't it the people who disobeyed him? So we see that because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter his rest. Not because of their faithfulness, but they, their unbelief. So when you don't believe the report of the Lord, your heart is hardened. So I pray to those listening near and far that if you are struggling to return to the Lord because of sin or deception in your life, or simply because you have maybe encountered some negative uh, feedback from people um, regarding this word. The Bible says to study, to show thyself approved. And so I pray today that your heart does not become hardened. And in fact, that you will seek the Lord today because he is the one who has all power, dominion and authority in his hands to soften the hearts. And my prayer right now is for each person listening that the Lord of Lords and the Kings of Kings will come in and remove the stones, the hardness of hearts from our hearts so that our hearts will be softened. Father God, I thank you, God, that you are a mender of broken hearts and that you know how to go to the most darkest places in our hearts to revive, to restore, God, and to heal, God. God, heal our hearts, oh God, as we turn from our own selfish ways, God, and repent and turn back to you. I pray that not only will you heal our hearts, God, but that you will heal our land. And God bless you and thank you for listening again to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. Blessings unto you in Jesus' name. Until next time.